We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are indeed listening to the Animal Farm. The date today is Thursday, the 1st of May, 2008. Interesting stuff happening on tonight's show. We're going to be talking about the suicide of the infamous DC madam. Also, the CPS kidnapping a seven-year-old. I'm sure you all heard about that, as well as some other news. We're also going to be taking your phone call, and we have a brand new Laura Lie. So stay tuned. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Yes, this is the Animal Farm. I am Ben Miller, and I'm hanging here with Tony Cash. Hello, Ben. Hi, our third radio host on the soundboard. Hello. Ah, phone number to call in, folks. One five one two six four six nineteen eighty four, or you could instant message us. Hey, well, instant message screen name Animal Farm Show, all one word. Also, website is animalfarmshow.com. <laughs> so, Tony, what's our stupid, ridiculous uh, news story? Well, this one's um, pretty benign, harmless, really. Kind of funny, I guess. Oh boy, there's a drum roll. I don't know if it was worth that much. <laughs> a woman who was not dead. Gets a phone call about her own funeral arrangements. Okay, this is in Massachusetts. Oh, wow. <laughs> Rose Griffin is not dead. So the call from someone trying to arrange her funeral was a bit of a shock. The Methuen woman got a call at a late hour Friday night from someone looking for her son who was not there. When an irate Griffin used her caller ID to call back, the man informed her he was a funeral director trying to make arrangements for her son's dead mother. <laughs> she, she says, you're talking to the dead person. 
The 75-year-old Griffin told him this. Uh, another crazy name here for the animal farm. Joe Catudella, uh, co-owner of Catudella Funeral Home, said someone played a cruel prank and left a message with the home's answering service that Griffin had died. Griffin's a Walmart greeter, and she joked that she expects to be around for some time because uh, she's a mean and old, and uh, only the good die young. She's, this is what she said. I mean, God bless her. I don't know. She says she's got no idea who played the prank. Uh, my first guess is Ask the Sun, but I don't know anything about it, so who cares? <laughs> so that's that's number one today, uh, Ben. And I'd say tonight there's a lot of you know interesting stories. Not so much input as we had on Tuesday. You know, Tuesday was just a news blast, and uh, we tried to fit some of your calls in, and uh, we we did our best. But tonight, hopefully, we can get some uh, you know a lot of opinion stuff going on. I want to talk about this pixie dust article, which is very strange but very interesting. Um, that would be great. But the idea here, Ben, maybe we can get some uh, some con continued conversation about stuff we talked about Tuesday and tonight. Of course, we had Jeffrey Humphrey on talking about veterans. Lots of news but this is uh this is another one that scratches your head and i have a couple interesting questions for you and ben and the listeners but pixie dust from B pig's bladder regrows man's finger this is true um with the help of an experimental powder a man's severed finger has regrown to its original length in just four weeks reports london's daily mail no folks <laughs> this is not the Twilight Zone. <laughs> wow. Um, Lee Spivak of Cincinnati, who sliced almost half an inch off the top of one of his fingers, described the powder as pixie dust. So, again, I don't think this is a medical term here. Just mm -hmm. keep that in mind here. According to the newspaper, the pixie dust is actually... a name for it? I guess it's... I guess he... Lee, it seems like this man, Lee Spivak... Um, Perhaps he he self dubbed this stuff pixie dust. I don't know. You know, again, let's not you know think about it. Drugs or something. <laughs> we don't mean, no snorting going on here, folks. But the pixie dust is actually an extracellular matrix bursting with collagen and is made from a dried pig's bladder. The newspaper reports. Interesting. <laughs> the dust was designed to regenerate damaged ligaments in horses. Um, collagen, as many of you know, is known to give skin strength and elasticity. It is thought that the dust kick starts the body's natural healing process by sending out signals that mobilize the body's own cells into repairing the damaged tissue, according to the newspaper. Uh, Spivak said his finger even has a fingernail and a fingerprint, Ben. Wow. So this is not just... Wow. Uh, this is not just some, some kind of freak nub that had, you know, grown yeah, back because of yeah. collagen. It actually grew back a fingernail. I don't know how this is possible at all, but it, it, it's uh, it's mind-boggling. And just think what yes. it might be able to do. If, if not only if it works now, but what if they could advance this and possibly, you know, if you chop your your toe off, your finger or something like that, maybe you could just grow it right back. Yeah. Long live pixie dust. John um, Hobbit has a ah, well, I don't company know. and tried to find <laughs> out. Was, that's that's <laughs> really funny. Ben. That's really funny. Uh, I'm not sure about that finger. I don't know if that's going to work, but you know, we'll, we'll we'll give you some more if uh, if we find out. But uh, anyway, folks, this is Fox News. You're sick, man. <laughs> and Pia did really funny, Bela. Yeah, Pia didn't even play anything there, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, all right. So whatever. I mean, this guy got his finger caught in the propeller of a model plane, Ben. That's the other thing that was interesting. Wow. Sucks. I mean, that's a dedicated model builder. Um, I, I guess he, he he didn't want a skin graft. He you know opted instead to do this uh, pixie dust thing. I mean, I don't. Maybe this is a clinical term. It seems like it's all over the article. Uh, but you can check it out at foxnews.com. It's all over the web. And uh, to me, Ben, you know, again, being the I guess the nutcase conspiracy theory that I am, I'm just wondering if this process or practice or treatment method uh, will ever really be used. 
used. Uh, again, you know, can we see this start happening? Can we see hospitals around the country, pop, you know, perhaps the world, use this treatment, advance this treatment, and start, uh, you know, rebuilding fingers? That'd be great. Yeah. Well, it's amazing what nature does, you know. Yeah, it's amazing pigs, that uh, you know, some of the best technology is, is in nature itself. pig's bladder, who would have thought it? I want to know who invented this idea. This is, I mean, you know, again, this was for horses, and it, okay, and it seems to be working on, uh, you know, people's fingers. So, yeah. with with that, Ben, I'm going to turn it over to you, and uh, you know, maybe folks can give us some more information about the clinical term. Of another, what this is. another clinical news, and this is kind of similar to that uh, beer celebration where we were going to celebrate by having a beer. Night. Oh yeah, um, we did. We ever did that? Yeah, we got to do that. We're, we well, this is a, a new study that links uh, that finds no cancer marijuana connection. So this is really interesting. We can't. We're not going to have a marijuana party, obviously. But well, the uh, the, the large the large depends. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> the largest study of its kind has unexpectedly concluded that smoking marijuana, even regularly and heavily, does not lead to lung cancer. The new findings were against our expectations, said Donald Tashkin of the University of California at Los Angeles, a pulmonologist who has studied marijuana for 30 years. We hypothesized that there would be a positive association between marijuana use and lung cancer and that the association would be more positive with heavier use, he said. What we found instead was no association at all and even a suggestion of some protective effect. Marijuana. So it's amazing, though, Ben, because I, I mean, and, and again, I would much prefer to believe that story just because it seems like it's more, it seems like it's clo closer to the truth. But I think a study got published in Sweden about a month or two ago saying, you know, it's the same old 1950s argument that, you know, one marijuana cigarette joint is equal to, you know, 4,000 uh, cigarettes in a pack, you know, which is, of course, ridiculous. Uh -huh. Just the paper alone in 20 cigarettes in a pack uh, has to be. 20 times worse than the paper one joint. We know that. But, yeah, it's, it seems like there's still a lot of contradicting studies and findings on you know, well, marijuana, that, at least. You know, this, this was interesting <laughs> to me because, uh, you know, this fellow wasn't expecting this type of find at all. Really? You know, for, for him, it was, it was duh, obviously. Right. You smoke something that's going to cause lung cancer. Yeah. But apparently, no, that's not, that's not what's happening. Apparently, it's, it's protecting you against. So... Yeah, well, I mean, I have, I, I have plenty of marijuana. It makes me paranoid, <laughs> but you. I think it should be legalized. George Washington smoked it, and it has thousands. <laughs> it's a miracle drug, much bigger than aspirin. <laughs> Thank you, Alex Jones, for that little tidbit. Uh, yes. And maybe that's another topic tonight that folks will call in. 512-646-1984. Uh, I want to talk about this House approved the anti-genetic discrimination bill. Uh, this is very recent news out of Washington, out of the AP. People should be able to find out whether they're genetically predisposed to getting breast cancer sickle cell or diabetes without insurance companies or employers using such information against them. Congress decided Thursday as it passed a landmark anti-genetic discrimination bill. Uh, President Bush is expected to soon sign the Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act, which would prohibit health insurance companies from using genetic information to set premiums or determine enrollment eligibility. Similarly, uh, employers could not use genetic information on hiring, firing, or promotion decisions. So uh, that's Sounds interesting, and it sounds like good news. Lawmakers and advocates called the bill, quote, the first major civil rights act of the 21st century, end quote. Uh, federal law already bans discrimination by race and gender. 
quote, your skin color, your gender, all of those are part of your DNA, end quote, says Francis Collins, head of the National Human Genome Research Institute. He also says, shouldn't the rest of your DNA also fall under the protective umbrella? Hmm, him and Michael Chertoff should get together and they would have an interesting conversation, given that Chertoff doesn't think our <laughs> fingerprints are private. Uh, anywho, researchers supported the bill because Americans have been refusing to take genetic tests or have been using false names and paying cash because they didn't want the information used against them by their employer or insurance company, Collins said. So, um, it seems as though this is an interesting uh, bill. It seems like it's some good news. It got passed 414 to 1. And the one op op opposing person was Ron Paul. Hmm. Interesting. Ron Paul. So, uh, you know, get your thoughts on that. Maybe you have some more information about this. Um, and one more little piece here, a little kind of swinging back into the health news. We didn't touch upon this too much last year, or basically at all, but the big uh, heparin controversy with the FDA. One of the FDA officials has come out and says heparin contamination may have been intentional. And again, we know it came from China, but we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated and we'll read on. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, uh, an official for the U.S. Uh, Food and Drug Administration told a congressional subcommittee Tuesday that a blood thinner that killed more than 80 Americans may have been intentionally contaminated. I, I did not misread that. Well, he says, FDA's working hypothesis is that this was an intentional contamination, but this is not yet proven. This is Dr. Janet Woodcock, once again, director of the FDA's Center for Drug Evaluation and Research. Uh, she told the panel in her per prepared testimony that uh, yesterday. I'd love to get her on this show because I have a lot of questions. Uh, reading forth here, contaminated heparin, a blood thinner used in dialysis and other treatments, has been connected to 81 deaths and 785 severe allergic reactions, uh, said Republican Bart Stupak, Democrat in Michigan, chairman of the House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on Oversight Investigations. Um, and just to finish up here, the heparin made from ingredients imported from China has been recalled by Baxter International, and the Food and Drug Administration has blocked imports from the Chinese company. And I remember we did have another story that we didn't talk about. This was kind of a follow-up for Tuesday, but apparently the CEO of Baxter, uh, who, again, now is, uh, is blocked the imports, the CEO of Baxter was saying that this was intentional, that this was not a mistake, and that he was saying this uh, Tuesday. So it seems as though, you know, more bad news coming from stuff coming from China, yeah. and it's not always just toys and lead and all that. It's actually now with drugs. So, Oh, boy, Ben. <laughs> Interesting. Problems that we need to fix, huh? I uh, know. FDA finds contaminated children's vaccines at Merck. Oh. Great. Yes. Another great big pharma company that needs to be sunk. <laughs> Federal inspectors documented yes. unwanted fibers on the stoppers of vaccine vials at Merck and Co's Inc.'s vast vaccine plant in Montgomery County. They also found instances of contaminated children's vaccines and complaints that were not always investigated at the West Point plant. Inspectors from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, our saviors, spent 30 days at the plant between November and January and cited 49 con areas of concern, including a failure to follow good manufacturing practices. So, <laughs> interesting stuff there. Excellent. So, folks, a lot of news tonight. Again, once again, the uh, number is 512-646-1984. You can instant message us at Animal Farm Show, which is one word, and that's A-I-M. Um, and we have some 9-11 updates tonight. There is, uh, well, there's plenty. I'll keep the suspense going if you haven't heard about it. So some new updates, uh, basically about people who want to start finding out what's going on. This, this is still obviously very much alive. The truth movement itself is alive, but the, the debating is still alive and the need for knowledge is, you know, I, I guess it could not 
it cannot be higher. And I think anything like uh, with, with 9-11, the more you know, the more you need to know, and the more you want to know. It's it's like, you know, every time you find something else out, there's 400 you know, new, new yeah. questions surrounding it. Yep. Uh, but again, folks, hopefully you guys will uh, participate tonight. We do uh, go to the phones now, and we'll talk to Scott in Illinois. You're on the Animal Farm. What's up, Scott? Hey, guys. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why Ron Paul uh, didn't vote on the... Uh, uh, was well, the DNA that they can't? Uh, you're talking, okay? Yeah, you're talking about the, the the bill we just talked about, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. W- anytime I hear of a new bill or additional law, there's inherent um, potential for damage just because of the the pure size of our system and for things getting misconstrued in it that very well often uh, violate. Uh, rights that we inherently have. I think, given that it wasn't acknowledged back in the day when our declaration was made, we can look to some of the amendments that were written back then, which can be construed in a broader sense because, you know, these things didn't exist back then. Uh, just as a as a quick example, um, the Fourth Amendment talks about, you know, um, be secure in your person's effects, papers, that type of thing. Now, when you read the document, it clearly points out the fact that they can't cover everything. Uh, yes. Sure, Scott. Scott, hang on. We got a break coming up. We'll hold you over, uh, folks. Animal Farm Radio Show. We're just getting started tonight. Plenty of news. Your phone calls and Law or Live with Charles Ratner. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Greetings, I am Dr. Buell Von Scheidt with the White Paper Chronicles. Mr. Steve Shank with his fearless radio program is correct when he says the solution to our difficult times is to store food and get healthy. My comrades and I of the media don't want you to panic. We, unlike fearless radio, try not to tell you about the food control legislation. Hurricane Katrina, the American famine, families unable to buy food. If we told you the solution to all these problems is food, you'd panic and run out and buy a food before it disappeared, or you couldn't afford it. You'd completely mess up the perfect strategy for population control, and they'd kick us out of the Survivors Club. You are a sissy chicken if you call JMSEfoodsdirect.com and order food. This is Steve. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, eFoodsDirect.com. 800-409-5633. You'll be considered a little bit crazy, but there's no such thing as a little bit dead. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's 
WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36, or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. The Freedom Message, waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. It's true, folks. You are listening to the one and only Animal Farm. Not to be confused with confused with the XM Animal Farm station, which plays children's music. <laughs> Quite a difference there, folks. Quite a difference, as you would imagine. We're talking to Scott in, Scott in Illinois. I'll try to get that all these things corrected by the end of the show. <laughs> Scott, I was uh, you were talking to us about this new approved bill here. Uh, the House approved it, anti-genetic discrimination bill. Uh, you were talking about why you wanted to know why Ron Paul opposed it, but what was your other point you were making while we were going to break? Well, I think I think simply said, um, when additional words, especially by a bunch of lawyers, are added to a document, uh, even though it may be one, two pages long, it usually takes about two, three days to get through and understand it, um, especially when they create their own definitions to those words. So... Inherently, uh, looking close at whatever words the document presented to us, um, it's just very important that even if it sounds like they're trying to make things better or make more things offhand for the government, it could very well at every turn be creating open doors that didn't exist before. And that's, that's all I wanted to make the point. Yeah, no, no, Scott, no question. No question in my mind. First of all, I did kind of dig it up. It was right actually in front of my face right after I stopped reading. Uh, quote Ron Paul here. Again, this is the the House voted 414 to 1 for the legislation today. Um, the Senate passed 95 to nothing, but Ron Paul was the only guy. He was the one that, did, that voted against it. And he yep. says he voted against it, quote, because of the federal government's poor record in protecting privacy, I do not believe the best way to address concerns about the misuse of gen- genetic information is through intrusive federal legislation, end quote. That's that's Ron Paul. And uh, you know, whether you agree with this particular position on this bill, I don't I don't think you can debate the idea that, yeah, I mean, how much more uh, you know, power ultimately do you want to give the federal government? Ben, your your take on this. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean <laughs> you obviously don't want to give them any more. Um that doesn't mean that all laws are that are passed are bad. 
No, 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 of course not. But, but again, we're, we're, we're blindly, uh, not we, I mean, the, the bill's passed, and we're, we're hearing about the bill on the front. And I think Scott makes two points. The one I'm trying to address here is that, we, first of all, we don't even really know what's in the bill. None of us have read the bill. Yeah. So there could be other things going on that maybe Ron Paul didn't want to come out and say, well, you know, they also want to do this with this bill, you know, because, again, everybody gets dubbed a conspiracy nut. Mm-hmm. God forbid, you know, there's ever a conspiracy. We've never had one of those in government, of course, hey. But uh, the other thing, too, is that, you know, we don't really know what's going on with this bill and uh, i i would have to understand where he's coming from just because he is you know he's a government skeptic he, he wants government out of our lives and then and the thing is is one of the one of the things that a lot of people attacked ron paul for earlier um in his campaign was the fact that he voted against giving uh rosa parks a congressional medal a lot of people had gotten really mad at him for for doing that but he had basically come out and stated hey you know if if some people in the country don't like rosa parks why should they be uh, made to pay for her medal if they don't like her, you know, and, and that was right. his argument. And from a freedom perspective, and I think that's absolutely right. Now, he posed a question to the rest of the congressmen that were in the room. He says, why don't we all pull together $100 and we'll all pitch in and buy her that? Why ask the American people to do something that they may not want to do? Right. And yes. I think that that was, you know, that's one example like, you know, you take you, you, somebody tells you, well, he voted against giving Rosa Parks a medal. And you're kind of like, well, well, that sucks. He's, he must be racist or something. But then you look deeper into it and his motivations isn't aren't racist. They're sure. freedom oriented. Right. And of course, you know, uh, all of the <laughs> political pundits, the media pundits on, on TV, they'll use it as a race uh, card, if you will. But the other thing, too, is that, you know, this doesn't necessarily mean that Ron Paul doesn't want this kind of legislation passed. I mean, it doesn't. You know, even though he voted against it, you know, he may believe in the ultimate message of yeah, keep, you know, keep the discrimination away. We uh-huh. want to get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, I don't have any more information on it other than that. Uh, you know, it could be other reasons. Maybe again, maybe this bill has more stuff in it that we don't know about. Um, and if anybody, but at the same time, you know, it could be similar to to net neutrality that he voted against, where you know they were trying to limit uh, corporate corporateers and ISPs. Uh, for paying, charging mad money for people to surf their the net, and he he said, you know, well we we want to keep the government out of that, uh, but at the same time it's sort of it's sounding like okay you want to keep the government out of it, but uh, we're going to end up paying fifty dollars for to go to certain websites. You sure, know? sure. It's like so you know can't can't agree a hundred percent with everything that Ron Paul does, but he's certainly the best man for the job. That's that's you, you took the words you took the words right out of my mouth then I, that's exactly what I was going to say, so I won't say it now, but yeah, I mean even even if his position is ridiculous on the subject, which is pretend, yeah, I mean you know look uh, there are some things I don't agree with Ron Paul on, okay you know it's, <laughs> it's amazing though we're in this this culture where you know we have almost uh we're on the borderline hatred for many of our politicians i mean we i there i mean i I don't like to use the hate word but let's face it ben uh for what they're doing they say we wouldn't we wouldn't pee on them if they were on fire (laughs) okay that's that's well put that's well put uh probably not no i i I definitely would not do that um (laughs) <laughs> but uh, regardless, you know, we live in this kind of live in this country where so many issues are either not being taken care of or are being done, and we don't want them to be, you know, done to our country. And yet, you know, one guy comes around who's like the squeaky clean man. And, you know, one small thing he does, one tiny microscopic thing, like maybe he doesn't approve a bill that we like, and yet, you know, he's he's expected to respond and oh, well, your boy Ron Paul voted against you. You know, what, what do you think about that? So you know, hey, you're right. There's no better person for the job. Uh, keeping the ball rolling once again, folks. Five one two six four six nineteen eighty four. The number. Animal Farm Show. Instant message. One word. A I M. Uh, and again, we will have Charles Ratner on tonight. I'm very excited tonight, Ben, because I really feel good 
that I'm gonna I'm gonna too. I'm gonna tie Me you. Too. I'm gonna tie you, and I'm gonna beat both you and Pyatt tonight. Is my prediction on Laura no. Lie. So folks, no. I mean, I'm talking like pointing out that I'm gonna hit the home run. That's that's. Pyatt obviously disagrees, folks. If you haven't witnessed or uh, heard a an episode of Laura Lie, it is America's number one game show for the sixth week straight. Yes. Uh, more uh, popular than Dancing with the Stars. And Deal or No Deal, mm-hmm. as we've just been notified. It is uh, hosted, of course, by us, but we do have Charles Ratner, who is a certified lawyer. And again, you know, he, he spits out four laws, and only one of them is false, but they're all ridiculous. So stay yeah. tuned for that second hour. But again, I want to keep the ball rolling here and shut up. Uh, parents of soldiers killed in action seek $40 billion from anti-war shirt, anti, I guess anti-war shirt seller. This came out a couple days ago. If I'm not mistaken, I think the numbers were in the millions, but this is even worse now. This is out of Phoenix. A Tennessee couple who lost their son in Iraq wants an Arizona merchant to pay more than $40 billion, with a B, in damages to survivors of soldiers whose names, whose names excuse me, are on the anti-war shirts he is selling online. A complaint seeking class action status for the lawsuit by Robin and Michael Reed says Dan Frazier of Flagstaff has no right to profit from commercial sales of products that uh, use the dead soldiers' names without permission. Now, I 110% agree with that. I think you should need permission. Uh, but I just brought this up, Ben, because, I mean, look, I mean, if you see some desist, you What? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. If, if, my, if my brother died in the war and you're making money off his name on a T-shirt, your ass is grass, frankly, and I'm going to probably do a cease and desist or I'm going to take some legal action. However... He is a GI, though. Yeah, that but you is, know that what? That is a government issue. That is a, that is a you know... Yeah, but it's just a question of right or wrong, I think, in this case. And I may, it, it may not be illegal, uh, but I, w- I would probably fight for it just because, you know, it, it's, it's disrespectful at the very least. Um, and, but the, the point is not necessarily that this is right or wrong. The idea is that... The family is asking over $36 billion. Yeah. Billion dollars for this. So uh, I think that's ridiculous. So I want to play both sides here. And, you know, well, you know that's something that the jury's going to get a hold of. And they're just oh, come say, on. Give me a freaking break. Right? Yeah. $40 billion. I mean, you know, look, don't take yourself too seriously. Every, every GI is important. The death is terrible. We always want to protect the troops, and we always want to do things that can help in some small and significant way. But, I mean, you know, let's be realistic. For Christ's sake, $40 billion. I mean, some companies, some major corporations don't make that in a year. Uh, you're not going to get that for a T-shirt that's making, I don't know, a hundred dollars a month you know let's be reasonable folks yeah so i just thought that was interesting to bring up so <laughs> i'll leave that with you but what do you think i i, I don't know 40 billion is well, well, like would, would you would you would you sell a t-shirt with a dead soldier's name without at least confronting or asking the parents um you know you know man yeah because it's you would point across okay it's, well. it's to point across and you know what he's government issue he, yeah, okay. He's public domain, so okay. yeah, well, and I, I don't, I don't find that to be wrong. The fact okay. that he died and the fact that the president lied is still bad. So stay tuned, folks. Animal Farm Show. We'll be right back. Since 1988, Herbal Healer Academy has been the global supplier of the finest natural medicines. We specialize in keeping you alive and healthy. We provide outstanding products like ECX, Colonial Silver, Olive Leaf Extract, Oregano Oil, and hundreds of herbals, oils, books, and educational materials. We have homeopathic detox solutions for chemtrails, radiation, MSG, and aspartame poisoning. We also train naturopathic healers via correspondence education. Why wait any longer? 
Go ahead and do it today. Sign up on the web and receive our new 120-page catalog and a current Herbal Healer newsletter free. Simply log on to HerbalHealer.com and check out the online member testimonials and our hundreds of exceptional products. That's HerbalHealer.com, your website for safe, effective, natural alternatives and education. That's HerbalHealer.com. This is Dr. Katherine Albright. I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. Great host, great topics, free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. covered last week was uh, the fact that they put all these people on terrorist watch lists. They have this massive uh, terrorist database list with millions of Americans' names on it. Um, now, Nelson Mandela is on the terrorist list. <laughs> Congratulations, oh, Nelson. You made it. <laughs> the Nobel Peace Prize winner and international symbol of freedom, Nelson Mandela is flagged on U.S. terrorist watch list and needs special permission to visit the USA. <laughs> Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice calls the situation embarrassing, and some of the me- members of Congress vow to fix it. So, Condoleezza like we Rice were... should watch her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the general reaction to this was, wow, Condoleezza Rice has one brain cell. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah, that was, yeah, was that, those were Pyatt's words, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unless we're not being told about something about Nelson Mandela. Uh, this story is just, uh, 
it's heartbreaking, but it gives you a glimpse of, you know, where we're at, I guess, in some areas with today's youth. In Yonkers, uh, a girl aged 12 dies of methadone in which she bought from a 15-year-old boy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. Out of Yonkers, New York again, just right down the road from us here. A 12-year-old girl died of a methadone overdose after taking pills she bought from a 15-year-old boy, authorities said. The boy had been charged as a juvenile with criminally negligent homicide, criminal sale of controlled substance, and uh, endangering the welfare of a child. But he's a child. <laughs> his lawyer said all this uh, Wednesday. The boy took the pills, knowing what they were, from his father's drawer, March 10th, uh, and brought them to the girl, Dana Marie Reagan, police youth investigator Charles Lopez, testified Wednesday in family court in Westchester County. Methadone is best known as a prescription drug that curbs heroin addiction, but is increasingly uh, is increasingly prescribed as a painkiller. Um, Lopez said the, the boy told him he had a male friend each took two of the pills, and Dana downed about four, four of them at 12. Wow. The boy told Lopez, I, I just, it just boggles my mind how... When you're eight, when you're at 12 years old, Ben, like think about what most people were doing at 12 and generations ago, and even our generation. I just, I never even thought of taking drugs. It was just never on my at, at 12. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, at 14, I was I was sneaking cigarettes here uh, and there. 14 and I was, is one thing. This is to 12 sneaking years old stuff, but. And this is this is a, a you know an illicit drug here. It's just amazing. So. uh you know, I, again, I don't know what, what can you say about this. This is just heartbreaking, but this is not just, you know, Yonkers, New York, man. This is going on around the country. Many places out there have, you know, extreme drug problems. And just, you know, cue it all up with the war on drugs. You know, it's, obviously it's doing its job. The legal um, drugs. Yeah, yeah and that, the other thing, too, is, again, and I, and I always bash those commercials that say, make sure you lock up your medicine cabinet. The kids can get the drugs from it. And obviously, uh, we know that kids are not stupid. And, yeah, if you, you know, if you leave drugs around, and it's a very good chance if they're curious enough and if they want to, they'll get the drugs from the medicine cabinets. I mean, my argument is, yeah, but granted, they're giving them frigging cocaine in schools uh, with Ritalin. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, the father, I'm, I'm not really sure. I have to read on here. I'm not sure if the, what the father's getting charged with. But, you know, don't leave your heroin drugs out for your kids. I mean, this is, they obviously, like I said, they prescribe methadone for treatment of addiction of heroin. So, obviously, yeah. it has some, uh, <laughs> yeah, some similar effects. Heartbreaking, just unbelievable, but I, f I figured I'd share that with you folks. So, folks, if you have prescription meds, lock them up or hide them, for Christ's sake, please. <laughs> well, this story right here, I'm sure everybody has heard about, and it is pretty ridiculous. Well, it's not. It's extremely ridiculous. Most of what boy, we talk about, Ben, is extremely ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> In one much. way or another. This boy right here was uh, uh, basically taken by CPS uh, because his father... Accidentally ordered him a Mike's Hard Lemonade at a baseball game. I didn't know that ridiculous. it was. Didn't know he was alcoholic. Uh, University of Michigan professor, unfamiliar with Mike's Hard Lemonade, orders his son a lemonade at a baseball game. After the boy is discovered by a security guard sipping the bottle, police and child protective services remove the boy to a foster home. Detroit, Detroit Free Press reports. If you watch much television, you probably heard of a product called Mike's Hard Lemonade. And if you ask Chris Ferratti and his wife how they lost custody of their seven-year-old son, the short version is that nobody in the Ratte family watches much television, well, which is obviously a crime nowadays. Well, yeah, but, I mean, finish the article and I'll comment, because I do have audio of this, Ben, whenever you want. I'll yeah, the way police and child protection workers figure it, Ratte should have known that, that what a... 
uh, Comer syrup Park vendor handed over when Rate ordered a lemonade for his boy three Saturdays ago contained alcohol. And Rate's ignorance justified placing young Leo in foster care until his dad got up to speed on the commercial be- beverage industry, which is which yeah. is totally nuts. But think think about this. You know, you go to you go to the game and you're like. Oh, my boy wants a lemonade. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get him a lemonade. So you got you say to the guy, "Give me a lemonade." He hands you a bottle, has yellow stuff in it. You grab it, you take it back to the seat, and you hand it off to the kid. Yeah, you don't. You know what I mean? Well, well, hold on, but I'm, I'm gonna play a extremely different role here, folks, because I'm sure some of you are shaking your head. Let, let me just explain what happened. This happened in Comerica Park in Detroit's uh, beautiful baseball, new baseball field. Okay, let me just play the other role here for a second. You go to a beer stand. They sell Budweiser, they sell, you know, Miller, whatever the hell they sell, and they sell lemonade. Um, if you don't know that hard lemonade is alcoholic lemonade, then you have to get your head out of your ass, first of all. Um, and second of all, this happened, this wasn't at, like, the big concession stand. This happened at the little secluded ones that you go, you know, throughout the, the, the tunnel walkways there. Um, you know, this wasn't just like, oh, a hot dog and a lemonade and, and some soda. No, no, this was at a beer stand from what happened. So I'll play the audio, and then we'll get your thoughts on it. Chris Rattay took his seven-year-old son to a ball game here at Comerica Park. I got a beer for myself and uh, asked Leo if he wanted a lemonade uh, because there was a sign up above which said Mike's Lemonade. Chris had never... Mike's Hard Lemonade. Never heard of Mike's Lemonade. Did it say? But lemonade is lemonade. lemonade. That's how it's advertised every time I see it, yeah. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Maybe not necessarily this time. Well, possibly, possibly. But again, you're at a friggin' beer stand. Right? Wrong. In the ninth inning, a security guard approached. Are you giving this to your son to drink? And I said, yeah. He said, did you know it was alcoholic? I said, you've got to be kidding. No, I had no idea. Mike's hard lemonade contains 5% alcohol, so Child Protective Services took custody of the little boy. Uh, It's just a simple fact that I didn't know this brand and uh, didn't suspect that some of the lemonade sold in in ballparks nowadays is alcoholic. According to Mr. Rattay, everyone involved seemed to agree that taking the child was an overreaction, but said rules are rules. Don Duquette, an attorney and child advocate, says the flaw in the system is that it's too arbitrary. If I had my way, CPS workers would have the highest status, the highest pay um, of any workers involved. Thank God this guy is not on the the top list up there. Because unfortunately the decisions, like this one, become bureaucratic. Well, this is ridiculous, but this is how we do business. Fine. This guy... bought this drink for his son we need to look into this but maybe we don't have to take the most extreme uh uh you know measure uh, available to us yeah okay so here's here's my position on the whole thing and and thank you pi for writing what you just said i'll I'll announce it because that's the other point i want to make uh first of all you should never this child should have never been taken away that is ridiculous that's nazi germany that's just unbelievable um we give kids Robitussin. We give them medications when they're sick. It contains alcohol. I know this is a different story, but you don't take a child away from a father because he made a really stupid mistake. On the other hand, this guy has to remove his head from his ass and realize, like, you know, look, you got to kind of think before you do these things. I, I think that he's probably a guy who works from home, and, yeah, like you said, Ben, he doesn't really watch a lot of TV. Cause he's a professor at a university. Well, Ben, he's got to start reading other things and stuff because you, you kind of have to know about these things. I mean, you, you know, you got to suspect that if you buy lemonade at a beer stand that it might have alcohol. How do you maybe not he, know that maybe he just thought it was a drink stand? Maybe he went there and he said, you know, let me get a beer. beer. Let me get a beer and let me get a lemonade. 
I hear you, man. But you know, I guess I'm I'm spoiled because I go to a lot of sporting events. So you know, it's I, my perspective is different. I, I mean, just, for you know, for someone like me, it's like I know Mike's hard lemonade is is lit. You know, I, I know it's alcohol. It's common sense. It. It's like common sense. And the other point that that P.F. is bringing up no! is another thing that again, this whole idea of alcohol. And again, this is this is a young kid. But you know, in other countries out there, there are there is no alcohol age in yep. Italy. There's no drinking age. Guess what? It's not abused. I've been there, and you never hear of problems that are happening here in Italy, because again, the more you tell people you can't do something. First of all, the drinking age of 21 is the most ridiculous BS I've ever seen in my life. 21 years old. You have kids stealing methadone from their fathers at 15 and giving it to 12-year-olds, but you can't have a beer until you're 21. Yeah. Now, in this again, this debate goes way on. You can talk about you know recruiting for the military and all this other nonsense. Yes, it's absolutely unacceptable. 2008, folks. Time to lower the drinking age. Let's start worrying about real problems. 21 is ridiculous. Most people have drank for five, six, seven years by the time they're 21. They're alcoholics by the time they're 21. And guess what? After you're 21, how much fun is drinking anymore? It's not fun because it's legal. <laughs> Unbelievable, this country. Backwards. We'll be right back. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powders, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only 25 Want to add brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36 or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. The Alex Jones Show, broadcast live from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, right here on We The People Radio Network. Just one more example of how the media is literally in bed with the government. Barbara Walters says she had an affair with a U.S. Senator. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Edward Brooke. She had a long-standing affair. Walters says she was infatuated with the brilliant man. Oh, my goodness. She just came out with a new book, and that was in it. Just wanted to throw it out there. Yeah, well, you know. In case anybody They cares. are in bed together, aren't they? Yes, they like are. I really care about what Barbara Walters did when she was half good-looking. <laughs> no. I don't care. Uh, on more serious topics, and again, you know, I know that George Bush got the signed football in the jersey from the Giants. I know that's huge. You know, literally, I am not kidding you. I was going to use the S word, but uh, front page, okay, t- today. Today's front page, New York Post. Literally has two Trash things. Trash magazine. <laughs> it's like it, it's like Star magazine, but worse. It has two things. It has a, has a small rectangle with Iron Man steals the show, which of course is you know the new movie, and it has a picture of George Bush, which is the larger rectangle, uh, getting the football handoff by Eli Manning. I'm talking about today with all the stuff that we're covering. Now let me just shift the gear now and, and prove my point. Afghan health link to uranium. Doctors in Afghanistan say rates of some health problems affecting children have doubled in the last two years. So, folks, before I read on this article, any of you people there that are like the glass parking lot people that want to just destroy everything, listen up. You'll love this. Get ready. Sit down because you might get a little, you know, a rise. Some scientists say that the rise is linked to use of weapons containing depleted uranium, or DU, by the U.S.-led coalition that invaded the country in 2001. A Canadian research group found very high levels of uranium in Afghans during tests just after the invasion. So we've been saying this for a while, but people well before us have been saying it. A U.S. forces spokesman denied its weapons were affecting the health of Afghans or the country's environment. But claims made by the BBC World Service One Planet program suggest the invasion may have left an unwelcome legacy for the country's environment and the health of its people. Doctors in Kabul and Kandar showed data in indicating that the in Incidents, excuse me, of a number of health conditions, including birth defects, has doubled in under 
two years then. It Welcome doubled. to the White House. That's right, George. God bless you. Uh, quote, it always happens These bastards. We have, quote, here's a quote, we have premature births and malformations, said one doctor, who wished to remain anonymous in one of the main maternity and neonatal hospitals in the country. He also goes on to say, malformations include neural tube defects and malformation of limbs. For example, the head is smaller than normal, or the head is larger than normal, or there's a big mass on the back of the baby. We don't know what is the cause of these malformations. Now, folks, if this is not making you lose your dinner or your lunch, I don't know what is, and most of you already know uh, uh, Beyond Treason. It's a very powerful documentary. Um, and for those of you who do listen to the Power Hour, I know, I guess, Joyce Riley is one of the hosts. I mean, they talk about this all the time. They're talking about it today or yesterday. I was catching the repeat. This is a ridiculously large issue just because of how long depleted uranium stays in a given area because of its half-life. Of it's it's so crazy. Not only be the the fact that it, you know leaves a half-life of whatever 40 to 50 million years. Um, it's just every single place that we go, every place every place that we start a war. Uh, you know, ten years later, five years later, yeah. <coughs> deformed babies start popping up everywhere. And it's like, hello, it's obviously depleted uranium. Try to, just try to imagine. Just try to imagine just, that you're the person, and I, you're just about to have your kid, and you see it. And God knows what it looks like because it's, it's what we did. It's it's really crazy. I mean, I, I invite everybody to do what we've been trying to tell people to do for a very long time. Google depleted uranium babies. It will change your life. Yeah, but you know, you know, worry not because Major Chris Belcher, who's a coalition spokesman, says we don't use depleted uranium in Afghanistan. We don't have a requirement to use that. Well, that makes me feel a lot better. And if you don't give a damn about people... You're a liar. Spent, yeah. You're a liar. That's right. You know something that you're not telling us, you slimy, scumbag liar. It's amazing. It's just crazy how, how the lies are so rampant and right in front of your face. But And if you're one of those people who don't really... It doesn't, doesn't give a damn about people in Afghanistan, just imagine what's going on with the troops. And it's another you know population that, of course, we care about. What about the troops who are getting sick? What about all the troops who are not getting health care because they're Conditions are unclassifiable. Well, do you think it might have something to do with all of this depleted uranium? Why? Are, and, and again, Ben, I, I asked you this question. I asked the folks this question. Why are we using it in the first place? Is there no other way to build a weapon that can pierce through armor other than something that is extremely toxic? That okay, uranium okay, is literally the number. Is it, correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't uranium the number one most toxic element in the in the world known to man? I believe so. I think it is. It's, so, it's horrible. And you know, Oliver North goes on a goes on. I know worst worst freaking guy in the world. I'm gonna sure. slip tonight, Ben. Yes, I, I really I'm came close him. right there. I'm bored. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, he he is. I mean, jeez, I, I can't even. I have this article right here where he's basically saying. Um, that Reverend Wright, what Reverend Wright is saying is that he's recruit. It's a recruiting campaign for Al Qaeda, of course, and all the enemies right. of America, of course. Um, but I mean, this guy, this guy's a scumbag. This is the guy that got caught for uh, for trading weapons to to death squads in Iran. I, I mean, it's just he's he's such a scumbag, such a scumbag. And he goes on on Alex Jones show and he goes on television and starts. Yes, I love the plead uranium because it puts a hole in a in a yeah. in a T1 tanker from 1,500 yeah. yards away. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, and he's just such such a. and that's the thing. I mean, you know, that's why whenever someone comes to me with this philosophy that we should just, you know, nuke the entire eastern part of the world, you know, I, I try to remind them easily and 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 comfortably that yes, well, 
well, yeah, I understand, but there's babies and children and mothers and people who love their lives. Like, we love ours. Yeah, and, and you musicians know. and artists. And Hitler good. killed, like, 8 million yeah, people, yeah. and we probably shouldn't yeah. kill, like, 50 million or 200 million. Yeah, I mean, probably not do that. And those people who have this philosophy are not bad people. It's just, again, they've been so poisoned there. Their minds are so poisoned by media to just hate some foreign enemy, even if you can't find their country on the map, just to hate them because, you know, they're brown, they wear turbans, they smell bad, whatever, whatever stupid uh, BS has been put into our minds. Uh, and, and I think you touched upon the idea here where, you know, again, you know, this, this idea that everything that openly disagrees, everybody who openly disagrees with the United States or anybody today who even has a problem whatsoever with the United States is now Al-Qaeda. And it's, I mean, what, what amazes me, other than the fact that it's ridiculous, is that people believe it. There are people who honestly think this way. And you got McCain, who he refers to anything over in the Middle East that is against the coalition as Al-Qaeda. Uh -huh. So, uh, you know, I think New York Times, Michael Cooper wrote upon this, and I'll read a little bit of this. Uh, as he campaigns with the weight of a deeply unpopular war on his shoulders, Senator John McCain of Arizona frequently uses the shorthand Al-Qaeda to describe the enemy in Iraq in pressing to stay the course in in the war there, quote, Al-Qaeda is on the run, but they're not defeated, is uh, his standard line on how things are going in Iraq. So, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 the idea is it's just it, Al-Qaeda can mean anything now. It's just this broad, you know, stroke by the paintbrush of these politicians. It can mean anything. It could be, you know, any different country that's against us. Well, the FBI pamphlets that they hand out basically say that yep. if you talk about the Constitution yeah. a lot, you are Al-Qaeda. And if right. you also yeah. wear baggy Levi's jeans, sure. you're Al-Qaeda. Sure. Well, if anyway. you're against the United Nations, you're Al-Qaeda. If you're against one world government, you're sure. Al-Qaeda. Sure. And, you know, with the, with the whole Reverend Wright thing, and, of course, most of you listening to the show realize that we're not going to go and we're not going to play the... the, the we don't have the playbook of most uh, mainstream media folks because, you know, we try to talk about real issues. But, hey, uh, I'm amazed that Reverend Wright's getting all this attention. I mean, what the hell is going on in this country? All of a sudden now, all of a sudden now, I mean, I literally was watching Fox News for two seconds today, and I, I, I must have heard from, like, three different priests and pastors. Have we just turned the entire country over to priests and, you know, pastors all over the world? Is that is that who we listen what to now? God's name is going yeah, on. I mean, right or wrong, even if I do agree or don't agree with, with Wright, it's just like, why are we giving all of this time, this precious media time, to pastors with their political views? And again, I think Reverend Wright makes some really good points. And the other thing is, with his stance on AIDS, I'm surprised he's getting all of this attention. Yeah. I'm surprised because that's an extremely controversial issue with, uh -huh. the, you know, they're saying that the government, the U.S. government is behind it, you know, and uh, race-specific bioweapons. I mean, well, you what, know, they, get all, I mean they get all over TV and they, they say he's saying these anti-American statements. And what is so anti-American about saying if we carry out terrorism in a foreign country and then they come and carry out terrorism in us, we should somewhat expect that? What's Why is that? Ben, the question, I mean, I'm blown away. I'm glad you asked it because I, I'm still, you know, and again, I think it comes back to the simple fact that uh, Americans are completely brainwashed. Americans today, some Americans believe that if a country t tries to defend itself against us, they're somehow, it's wrong and it's radical. It's now, so crazy. It's like if somebody comes, somebody breaks into your house and knocks down your door and you and you kill him and they're like, he's a terrorist yeah, it's for like you're, defending yeah, yourself. You're, you're Al-Qaeda for defending yourself. Yeah. In a non-bombastic way. Okay, you heard the whole script. First of all, you heard that I was quoting the ambassador from Iraq. Iraq. That's number one. But number two, to quote the Bible, 
Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever you sow, that you also shall. Jesus said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You cannot do terrorism on other people and expect it never to come back on you. Those are biblical principles, not Jeremiah Wright bombastic divisive principles. Yeah, amen, and I agree. I don't care. I don't agree with everything else he says. I don't necessarily agree. But yeah, it's kind of an interesting idea. If I attack you, Ben, you might swing back and hit me. I know it's oh, radical. Crazy fool. You might be Al-Qaeda, folks. Animal Farm Show, when we get back, hopefully can lighten up the load here. Uh, Charles Reiner will join us for Laura Lie. Stay tuned. You're on the farm. Are there things that make you angry? On September 1st, Vote Rescue and our coalition, Texans for Real Elections, conducted an exit poll at the Texas Straw Poll in Fort Worth. With almost a 25% respondent rate, we found a discrepancy in one candidate's results, Ron Paul's. We are planning exit polls for the primary and presidential elections in 2008. This is a fun and exciting process in exercising our rights as citizens. Join us as a volunteer with Vote Rescue to monitor those elections and remind the government that elections belong to the people. Become a part of the growing movement to restore elections to the citizens with hand-counted paper ballots. We are winning. Exciting progress is being made, but we need your help. See our website, voterescue.org, for our meeting and action schedule or call 512-775-3737. Upset the great Charles Ratner. Oh boy! Yeah, whatever. He uh, he says we are getting screwed tonight on Law Live, so it doesn't look like we're going to be winning anything. There. Don't hit the ass, Chris. I'm taking vengeance on everybody tonight. I am winning tonight. I predicted <laughs> it. I, I the home run and then bottom of the ninth, the ninth inning and watched. I am going to be so wrong tonight. You know it. <laughs> no. um, one more thing here, Ben. I just wanted to follow up before the breakdown. You know, we're playing the Reverend Wright comments, whatever. But just just kind of scooting back a couple of of minutes with. What's going on in Iraq and Afghanistan, the weapons that we're using and the, not just the death that we're causing, but the malformations and young births and they just, the things that literally make me almost cry while I'm on the air. And I'm not kidding, but I, I read this article. I came home from like band practice last night and Charles actually was the one who sent it to me. So thank you, Charles, uh, about the Afghan, about the depleted uranium and the, you know, the, the birth rate defects doubling all this. And like I, I, just, I just sat there kind of staring at the monitor like, you know, you just realize what's really going on there and that we are causing it. And I don't approve of anything that this government is doing. And, you know, but, hey, I'm an American and I live here. And even though I love my country and all of our listeners obviously love America, um, we're just it just breaks your heart to see that this is what we are doing. But on, on top of it, Ben, and the, the point I want to make is that I really... Oh, boy. That's right. 
Yeah, I mean, look, America's not a bad place because of what our frigging government officials and you know politicians are doing. That's that's obvious. So you know, I understand that much of it. But let's keep in mind, and we talked about this on Tuesday. And I think this this story is so important to get out to your friends, your family, the sheeple who have not been sheared. Uh, 151 congressmen derive financial profits from the war out of American Free Press. Yeah, and we That's covered this last. You know, we covered this on Tuesday. It's just it is. It's it, it's so disgusting, uh, you know. It's it's the worst, you know. Looking at these, looking at these poor kids and the pictures that are out there, deformed alien-looking babies. Really, Ben. And then you realize that there are uh, people that are in our government that are pushing this war forward, that are profiting, that are off gaining of this. from it. Yes, no matter who. Uh, it is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life, and you know, it's it's really coming to the point where it's. You know how can you not? You know we they're constantly hanging on on uh, uh, Michelle Obama, uh, Michelle Obama for for saying that America today in 2008 <laughs> is a mean country. They're constantly dissing her for that. But you know what? I I have to agree with her. Well, that's exactly. I have it. to because it's you know you tell people things about this and they're kind of like, wow, that's horrible. That sucks. Let me just continue on with my life. Well, or yeah. you, and, and that in itself is mean because you're not standing up to wrong. You're you're being apathetic you're being uh complacent and you're you're guilty yeah. of it when they're waterboarding and they're torturing people internationally yeah. and putting them on rendition flights to, to fly them to places where they could boil people alive and torture children in front of their parents you are freaking mean if you're not doing anything right. about it you're an asshole exactly and just just look at the people who try to dub you as un-american when you're complaining and say hey jag off if something was wrong with this country how am i supposed to go by protesting it you know again it just comes down to brainwashing and brainwashing but again this story here at least shows some you know physical proof in some way at least it gives you specifics you know, yeah. you know like i said we always talk about corruption but uh, according to the latest reports 151 members of congress uh invested close to a quarter billion dollar uh dollars in companies that received defense contracts of at least five million dollars in what? 2006 these companies got more than 275 billion dollars from the government in 2006 it goes on it goes on but again america free press ralph forbes it's titled 151 congressmen derive financial profit from the war it's a good article uh we're gonna go to the phones real quick and then we're gonna have lower lies so rob in arizona you're on the animal farm what's on your mind bud hi guys uh i posted a comment on fox news's site when they posted a link to uh the reverend wright speech they they have yes. a copy of his speech and when it came time to make a comment i discovered that they don't want any comments if you're encouraging people to read any books to actually learn about some of the things Reverend Wright's talking about. But I did find a workaround. I clicked on the dig for that page, and then when I got the uh, to that, to that uh, dig that was on the dig site for that article that Fox had posted, or someone had po posted for Fox, uh, there was a place there where you could make a comment, so I loaded up three more links to three more authors who have written on this issue of AIDS and uh, depopulation. So we not only have Dr. Horowitz's good work, we have a fellow named Johnson who wrote a book called The River, which is a 900-page um, expose on the CIA and their setting up of stations in Africa and infecting the people of Africa. Uh, there's a book called AIDS, A Crime Beyond Belief by Professor Donald Scott, 
and his interviews are in the archive at blackopradio.com. And he's no uh, outer space flying saucer strange person at all. He's a World War II vet, a retired school teacher, a very honorable man who uh, stumbled across this, this stuff and thought that somebody ought to write about it. And uh, yes, there, there's, there is plenty of information out there if people will get off their duffs and read, ask questions, and try and learn something. But unfortunately, as my brother Mark Twain once said, mankind's two greatest negative attributes are cowardice and laziness. And I'm afraid yeah. that's the plague that affects the world, not just, not just Americans. Yeah, well, you know what, Rob, I'd like to add to that list, uh, ignorance and arrogance, and they seem to go hand in hand. And again, that's why I, that's why my, you know, steam comes out of my ears when I listen to other Patriot shows or non-Patriot shows. And when someone, you know, calls up and maybe they have a wacky idea, they're always dubbed a nutcase. And think about how dangerous that is, because if the government ever did engage in a conspiracy or if anything actually did happen that was abnormal or different, they're going to get dubbed a conspiracy, and that's a, we'll, we'll never actually get the truth. And that's why right. it, it makes me nuts. If, if I disagree, let's say, for example, if, if I disagree with what you're saying, Rob, I'm not going to call you names, call you a nut, just because it's different. I may disagree, and I'll try to use whatever knowledge I have to disagree, but it's so dangerous, and uh, it, it really gets on my nerves, Ben. I don't know about you. And, again, I hear it from you know it from is. the Patriot community themselves. So, yeah. uh, And I think a lot of it has to do with partisan politics. I think a lot of times people are stuck in their parties. And so they can't possibly believe that anything like this could ever happen because, you know, Democrats wouldn't let it happen, all this nonsense. But, Rob, we uh, thanks for the call. But if you get a chance, please, folks, uh, Rob, everybody out there, post any information regarding any topic. We will not uh, get rid of it as long as it's not spam, Ben. Um, but post it to our forums, uh, animalformshow.com, and top right corner, you'll see the forums button. Please, folks, because, Rob, you, you, you spat out some good uh, information. There's some books. Uh, please uh, upload them on the forums or email us, folks, info at animalfarmshow. Uh, you can email us directly, Ben, Tony, or Pyeth at yes. animalfarmshow.com. Please give us the information. We, we try our best to respond. But, folks, when we get back, Law or Live with Charles Ratner. Stay tuned. I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. Okay, folks, Animal Farm Show, the one, the only, indeed, yes. Yeah, go ahead and finish up, finish up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least it's fun, thank God that it's fun. Um, <laughs> so, we do have Charles Ratner on the line. Charles, can you hear us? I can. All right, Charles, so before we, uh, before we start... America's favorite favorite game show. Is there anything you want to get off your chest? Are you mad at the hosts of this beloved show? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. You have, bo- <laughs> you have a bone to pick. You have a bone to pick with us, Charles. Anything you want to say before we get on with the with the show here? Nothing comes to mind, gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well, then on that note, Charles, I, I, I wait. Hold on. I, I won't. I, I'm going to quote you, Charles. Right, I'm going to say something you'd like to say to me, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you have. A you, bitch. I'm quoting you directly. You guys are effed tonight on Law or Lie. Oh. <laughs> so so wait. So the show started out no. with with me saying that I was going to hit the grand slam tonight and beat all of you guys and, and get the correct response. Oh crap! And now Charles says that we're all effed. Maybe he's got something up his sleeve. Oh, uh, it wouldn't be the first time. So Piet, without further ado, let's get the drum roll here and let's start. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play. Oh boy, the tension is mounting. <laughs> Tonight's uh, Laura Lie is brought to you by Tasty Golf Tees. TastyGolfTees.com, America's only and first flavored golf tea. FDA approved, so that should make you feel good. A great cherry, strawberry, and cinnamon. Again, folks, it's flavored golf teas. I'm not kidding you. They're wood, but they are flavored and they're delicious. We have them here in the studio. Uh, great for the course before you tee off. Maybe if you try to quit smoking. It's something different than toothpicks kind of thing, Ben. Once again, folks, TastyGolfies.com, uh, sponsoring tonight's episode of Lorelei. Great stuff. Visit TastyGolfies.com and get yourself uh, a package of teas, man. Cinnamon, come on. <laughs> you can't beat cinnamon. Uh, Charles, okay, so uh, as many of you know, out of the nine episodes of Lorelei, Ben is three for nine. I am two for nine, and Pyeth is also two for nine, so we are obviously not very good at this game. Uh, but it still is America's most beloved game show. Okay? Uh, of course. Excellent. So tonight, um, Charles, I'm going to give you the floor, and uh, we are going to play Lorelei. So it's all yours. Kick it off, Charles. Do your thing. All right, here we go. Uh, law number one. In New York State, it's illegal to have a picnic uh, at rest areas along the Taconic Parkway. Law number two. In Tupelo, Mississippi, it's illegal for unmarried couples to hold hands in public. Law number three. In Stamford, Connecticut, it's illegal to hold circuses or Wild West shows within the city limits. And law number four. In Yankton, South Dakota, it is illegal to have a public dance on Sunday. Oh, my man. God, this is bad. We are effed, huh? Yeah, we are definitely. <laughs> All right, so, uh, again, folks, I, I, always, I always repeat the laws just in case you missed them the first time because Charles does a great job here. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know. Number one, law number one, and again, folks, there are going to be four laws. We have four laws here. One of these laws is false. It's not actually, tr you know, it's not a real law. It's false. Everything else is true, so, you know, you might want to sit down for this one. Once again, law number one. In New York State, it is illegal to have a picnic at rest areas along the Taconic Parkway. Law number two, in Tupelo, Mississippi, Mississippi, it is illegal for unmarried couples to hold hands in public. Uh, law number three, in Stamford, Connecticut, it is illegal to hold circuses or Wild West shows within city limits. And law number four, in Yankton, South Dakota, it is illegal to hold a, a public dance on Sundays. Um... Wow, Charles, you are a bastard. I I have I have my answer written down, and of course, folks, we all voted on it here. We're you know, I guess one day one of us is going to win this thing. I don't know when that day is. I don't. Know. I guess first fifty year. That's going to take years. We're only at two and three. All right, so um, we have our answers here. Folks. Yes. Okay. Um, I am going to. My answer is number two. That ah. Oh, Number My answer is number two. Number two is the false law. Ben is going with two. Pyatt is the low man. He's going with three. All right, we're going to have some drama here, folks. So, Charles, we're going to give you the drum roll, and uh, you're going to tell us which law is false, and we're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. And Pyatt. There you go. It's all yours, Charles. Uh, you've restored my faith in you, uh, Tony and Ben. Well, yes. number two is false. 
<laughs> if that Believe law is true, still hold hands in public in this country. Charles, <laughs> I, I picked it because I, think, I said to myself, if this is the bait, I am going to, you know, <laughs> stop everything that I'm doing. I'm going to sell everything I own, and I'm going to Mississippi just to fix this law. This is ridiculous. <laughs> if you can't hold hands anymore, I am going to Germany. Um, oh anywhere. I don't know. I'm getting fed up here. Okay, so, again, in Tupelo, Mississippi... It is illegal for unmarried couples to hold hands in public. That is false. That's Thank false. God, that is false. Pius unfortunately went for he went for the you know, he was like the the anchor, and he chose number three. That in Stanford, Connecticut, it is illegal to hold circuses or Wild West shows within city limits. Uh, first of all, who would want to? And uh, B, yeah, I mean, I could see that. That's I guess I don't know why that's illegal, but no, unfortunately, Pius, that is. Yeah, exactly. Pious, uh, that is true. So, unfortunately, you don't get points. Uh, but it is true that in Yankton, South Dakota, it is illegal to hold a public dance on Sundays. Again, I ask you. That's silly. Silly, but, you know, I guess it's a Sabbath day. Who the hell where did, where did you find that out? Yeah, Charles, where the hell do you get this stuff from? Uh, there's, there's, uh, most, most cities actually put their laws up on, uh, on the web now. Uh, Municode.com has got a lot of them, but there's all different sources available. Right. Incredible. Um, and in New York State, it is illegal to have a picnic at rest areas along Taconic Parkway. Uh, well, yeah, it's right down the street from us. I don't really know why, but I'm sure there's a good reason. Probably some idiot, you know, burnt the highway down or something. You know, I don't know. <laughs> These laws are always the you know result of one Can't make moron who ruined it for the rest of us. But uh, the, I don't know if I'd want to have a picnic there because the Connick's a windy road, man, and it's dangerous, especially when it's wet. Anywho, uh, Charles, once again, I, I did predict that I would beat Ben and Tony. Oh, Ben and Tony. Yeah, I'm going to beat myself tonight. That's a good idea. I'm gonna go, When I'm done, I'm beating myself up tonight. How about that? I promise you that. I, I thought I was going to beat Ben and Pius, and I was only right that I'd get the right answer. So at least I didn't uh, totally flop tonight like an idiot. But there's still plenty of time left. We've still got like, you know, 40 minutes anyway. So, Charles, thank you very much. Any last-minute comments before we move on? No, good job with the show tonight, boys. I'm, oh, uh, Charles, I'll be listening. Charles, you're the man. It, it starts and ends with you. We're just merely here. Uh, but, folks, that is America's favorite game show, Law or Lie. Thank you for listening. Uh, you know, we... Yes. Thank you. Excellent. We, 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 you know, it's it's gaining a lot more popularity, the the, the game show, and, and we're going to set up eventually a way for uh, some online sure. polling to happen at, I was just gonna at say the that. exact same time. And, and we're going to restructure the show so that you, the listener, can participate. Yeah. And I think that's uh, that'll be a really good thing. I hope so. I, I, wow. We want to get you folks involved. It's just tough because of the delay, this whole thing. But, yeah, the Internet, Internet, hopefully will be able to allow us to do that. So, folks, Animal Farm Show, plenty more on the way. Internet. We have uh, a U.N. official now calling for a study of Neocon's role in 9-11. Stay tuned, AnimalFarmShow.com. Uh, I hear there's rumors on the uh, Internet. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not to destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Coco Mojo. 
Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Wanna add brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just two bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time. Like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos. Now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com. Uncover the Truth with Catherine Albright, live from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday to Friday, right here on We the People Radio Network. All right, so uh, late breaking news here. We have finally agreed at the Animal Farm. Uh, we've had 10 episodes of Laura Lie, folks. I know all of you have been following it religiously, and I appreciate the support. Um, but we have decided that after 20 episodes, that is going to legally constitute a season. However, however, okay. if the person in the lead is not leading by two wins, then it goes on. It's like a sudden death playoff, if you will, Ben. Um, wow. And I don't know what's going to happen. Like, we got to figure out what the person's going to win, if he gets, like, a free keg of beer or something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. You know, we'll come up with that next show. But, yes, folks, after 20 episodes, that's, that is season one of Lorelei. Maybe what we should do, given all the hard work that Charles uh, Ratner puts in here, legal correspondent, maybe we'll print up all of the episodes, all the laws, and, you know, maybe we can document all of them. This way people can learn that, you know, you can't dance in South Dakota if you just happen to be there on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, it's important stuff. You never know if you're going to end up in South Dakota. Anyway. I like to play. There you go. Uh, so, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, okay, we take ourselves too seriously. If, we, we have fun here. Anywho, back to reality, uh, which unfortunately uh, is, is just hard sometimes when it comes to these stories. This, however, is, uh, this is kind of, this is good news. I mean, at least I'm getting some, some good vibes off of it. Now a UN official is calling for a study of the neocons role in 9-11. This is out of uh, NewYorkSun.com. Yes, finally. I mean, you, you, plenty of people, but they always, you know, join in the ranks here. A new UN Human Rights Council official assigned to monitor Israel is calling for an official commission to study the role neoconservatives may have played in the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks. On March 26th, Richard Falk, um, Milbank professor of international law emirates at Princeton University, was named by unanimous vote to newly create a position to report on human rights in the conflict between Israel and the Palestinian uh, Palestinian Arabs. Arabs. There you go, Ben. How do you like that? Well, Mr. <laughs> I got them damn Arabs. Okay. <laughs> I'm just in one of those moods. Well, Mr. Falk's specialty is human rights and international law. Since the attacks in 2001, he has devoted some of his time to challenging what he calls the 9-11 official version. On March 24th, in an interview with uh, a radio host and former University of Wisconsin instructor Kevin Barrett, Mr. Falk said, It is possibly true that especially the neoconservatives thought that there was a situation in the country and in the world where something had to happen to wake up the American people. Uh, this is a... He said it was possible? That that could have? Uh, yeah, it's it's possibly true. He says that especially the neoconservatives thought that there was a situation in the country and in the world where something had to happen to wake up the American people. So I think he's. Awesome. Ref- I I would imagine and go off a, a really long limb here and say he's probably referring to rebuilding America's defenses. Yeah, I would say new I would, century. I would say PNAC would be uh, yeah a good starting point. I mean again, I mean when someone uh, of high stature comes out, even the, you look at Charlie Sheen is a good example, and it kind of eeks and irks me a little bit, but they don't really. None of them really talk a lot of specifics. Like, you know, you rarely see someone say, damn it, Building 7 was a controlled demolition. We have the countdown on video. We have the BBC lying, and we have the demolitions experts that have the you know, material from the World Trade Center. They just say, kind of looked like a controlled demolition to me. You know, and it's like, yeah, great, but... Um, I've always Go to the internet and watch yeah. Loose Chain. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Why was there no wreckage outside of the Pentagon <laughs> yeah. when the Pentagon was supposedly hit by this other plane? That, okay, you, correct, cor- I am correct. I stand corrected. Jesse Ventura is the one exception. Well, I, I'm saying more uh, public media, you know, yeah. open, like Entertainment Tonight, that whole thing. Yeah. I'm just saying, Jesse Ventura is fearless, and I think he's a, a tremendous leader and maybe an, a, an ally to us in the future, hopefully. Well, he's he's a, a, a lot of people really just go out there and they say, oh, that Charlie Sheen, he's stupid. He's an actor. Yeah, yeah, he did drugs when he was 15. Jesse yeah, Ventura, he's yeah. an actor, and, and you know, yeah. all these... All these darn actress Daniel Sanjata, he's an actor. Yeah, Why does he have actors, an opinion? Yeah. Um, but he's you not know, an American. He's an actor. An Arizona senator. Uh, someone just came out yep. and questioned the official truth about 9/11. S- uh, senator Karen Johnson. Um, she explains why she went public with questions on 9-11. She says, I guess I define myself as a truth seeker. That is what I want. I want to find the truth, says Senator Karen Johnson. Um, she's a representative of Mesa's District 18 for nearly two decades. She says there are so many unanswered questions regarding 9-11, and there never, ever would have been a commission called for by Mr. Bush and the federal government if it hadn't been for the Jersey Girls, um, referring to an activist group with a by mothers and wives of people that died at the World Trade Center. Um, she says, when Bush appointed Henry Kissinger, of 
of all people, to head up that commission. Those Jersey girls asked for a press conference with them. They went in there and they started to ask him all about his ties with the Bin Laden family, and he backed down. So, <laughs> all people, they had the commission of really Henry Kissinger. Yeah, incredible. I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> I'm embarrassed that I did that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, again, on the 9-11 front, there, there at least is some good news. I guess you can uh, say it's good news. I mean, people are coming out there asking questions, and, yeah. uh, you know, let's hope we don't have any more uh, unexpected suicides for these poor people. I mean, again, you know, every time someone comes out, they're always labeled as something, and I'm sure that anti-Semite's going to come into the, the picture with um, with this uh, Richard Falk guy no. because you know again god forbid you should question israel you're you obviously hate jewish people somehow that 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 makes no sense but i do have a little bit of the audio here um jaron johnson right that's the name uh the first thing she brings up about why she left office struck me and i really appreciate her saying this senator from district 18 here in arizona um and i've served for 12 years in the state legislature uh, but I have no aspirations whatsoever of going on to any other office. I absolutely have lost patience. Um, I'm not turned out, but I, I can't handle serving any longer um, with... And she hesitates, you know, because I think she wants to say, with these rat bastards. <laughs> At least in my mind, that's what she wants to say, okay? Folks. She says folks. folks. <laughs> Can you imagine me sitting on this couch? I mean, you'd have to like bleep out the whole video, you know, the, all the what audio. The f you think it's my opinion of it? I think it was. F <laughs> the majority of them are more worried about passing a bill, about talking on your cell phone as you go down the freeway. And the fact that our country is falling down around us. Yes, you can, again, this is Karen Johnson at the Arizona 9-11 Memorial. This is a YouTube video. Uh, I wanted to play the beginning because it just, that's, to me, that's it. So how many times have we say those words in different, different ways? Yeah. That, yes, I mean, why are we talking about Reverend Wright? You know, babies are dying in Afghanistan. This war is, you know, deflating our economy yes. and hitting us in so many other ways. And they're reading bills, like yeah. she says, about yeah. Uh, people talking on their cell, cell phones, phones driving down the street. We have a bill that just passed in Connecticut. Not only can you not talk on your cell phone, but you can't drink coffee or eat food while you're driving. Oh, forget that. So uh, that's that's a new oh, one. If and, I were, uh, that's in Connecticut, is that? Yeah. No way. Yes. You can't drink coffee in the morning. How are you supposed to concentrate? <laughs> I mean, that's what I tell my concentrate in the morning if I, whenever I get up before two. Um, wow. I mean, talk about, and P.F. always says it, but your hard-earned tax dollars at work doing things that have nothing to yeah. do with what you intended them to. Yes. Mark from Texas, uh, you're on the animal farm. What's up? Hey, thank you. Um, have you, have you discussed um, the corresponding story with Obama's uh, relationship with uh, Jeremiah Wright, how radical he Obama! <laughs> and and uh, John Hagee as the uh, spiritual mentor of John McCain. Yes, we we've covered that a number of times, and it's not only uh, uh, Hagee that's um, that's parsley. It's parsley as well. And uh, you know what's the difference? Hagee's Hagee's the person that says that Jesus Christ uh, was not the Messiah, and. Uh, um, uh, oh, you're, you're all over it. Thank you. Dave. Oh, we're we're on it. No, we listen, Mark. Thank, I mean, yeah. believe me. If you have any information, I'll, I'll let you go. I'm not going to cut you off. I'm just saying. Right when this came out, literally the day that this Reverend Wright thing, dude, we were talking about it before it came before out. Before it even came, came out. The future, Mark. It, really? It, it, I think you're right, Ben. Because it, it, it hit it. We, you know, hit the news a little bit, and it was like, okay, there's this thing about Obama, and then 
I guess I, there you go. And and then this, you know, Rod Parsley, R O D, Rod Parsley, came out. I mean, he was you know his McCain spiritual advisor. And I'm sitting here literally, Mark, in the studio, pulling my hair out, saying, "Wait a minute, Rod Parsley is calling for the eradication of Islam as a false religion, and he's advising a presidential candidate who's alone in the race right now for a Republican nominee." Yeah, uh, stay on the line, Mark. Let's yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll give you a chance to talk because we we cut you off here. But you are listening to the Animal Farm Show, uh, Animal Farm Show. Com, ladies and gentlemen, number to call in 512-646-1984. We'll be right back. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. Com. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. If your body isn't feeling too well these days, you're going to start taking this hemp. I say go to HempUSA.org. You may not like what I'm about to say, but you know I'm going to say it anyway. The government doesn't want the best for you. They keep you down. They keep you blue. They starve your body for all its nutrients. They won't let you grow industrial hemp. It really doesn't make any kind of sense when it's so healthy for the world and useful for you, my friends. I hope Mr. Bush will hear this song, for the heart of America wants this one. Go to HempUSA.org. If you're a truther, an anarchist, or renegade, you only want things that God has made. Go to HempUSA.org. We offer free shipping anywhere in the States. Go to HempUSA.org. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. The Freedom Message, waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network.
indeed, uh, uh, nowadays, preachers are more important than political figures. Preachers are. They run the country now because they're all over the place. And uh, Reverend Wright, um, who is who was associated with Obama, is uh, Obama! now, <laughs> is now uh, one of the most heard voices in America. And every, everybody uh, treads and, and listens so closely to what they hear from Reverend Wright. But nobody ever talks about John McCain's spiritual advisor, uh, the one Rod the only Rod Parsley. He's evil! And I, I, I unfortunately, Ben, and I, I, I'm ashamed I didn't queue. I think I have the audio queued up, or I have. Man, I, it's plenty of YouTube clips out there, folks. But uh, we're talking to Mark in Texas, and he brought up the idea. Um, and he, he talked about someone else. Uh, Mark, what was the other preacher's name that you talked about? That wasn't Rod Parsley. Higgy. Higgy, right, uh, Pastor Higgy? Yeah, John, John Higgy from the Cornerstone Baptist Church in San Antonio. It's the third right. largest evangelical congregation in the U.S. And he has actually come out on his website and says that Jesus is not the Messiah. He's apologized before Jewish groups for even being a Christian. He wants all the Middle Eastern peoples wiped out so Jesus can come down a second time on the Dome of the Rock. Those are his exact words. And he is, and he is and, an actual advisor uh, to John McCain. That's correct. Yeah. And he's also had uh, Israeli Mossad agents actually deliver the sermon from his pulpit there in, in San Antonio. Oh, my goodness. What? Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean he's, yeah, he's, been, yeah. he's been taking money from corrupt Jews. I mean, that's that's the obvious inference, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, I, mean, I think, Mark, I think, I think there's a problem within a problem. Again, the, the the obvious issue on the surface here is what is this pastor talking about, and why is John McCain, you know, associated with him? That's the first two problems, if you will. Then there's like a whole third problem for me is why is this taking center stage on the front? I know that there's an election coming up, and I'm all for knowing and, and, and broadcasting what uh, people, the candidates associate with, fine, you know, what they believe, who they associate themselves with. I think it's very important. Um, but again, I don't expect, and I'm not a fan of Obama by any means, but I don't expect... Obama! Thank you. I don't <laughs> expect Barack Obama to, have to be responsible for what his pastor says. What? So we sat through a sermon that could be questionable as anti-American, even if that's so. Oh, no, here's the thing. No, no, no. Who cares? I agree with you, but, but they should be equal stories in weight, though. No, that, and, that, and that's exactly that's it. Mark, Mark, that's, you're 110% right. We haven't even heard of, of Hagee or Parsley on the news remotely like we've heard. Of. We, everybody in this country knows about Jeremiah right now. But, Ben, you have a point. I cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's, it's beyond bizarre. I'm sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Okay. Um, you know, I, I feel almost manipulated when, when we're inveigled to hate Jews. I mean, that is so obvious. I mean, look, if you're going to, I mean, it's like Jerry Falwell said in his later years. He said, make friends with a Jew because he'll make more money in an hour than you will in your whole life. And, really? you know, I mean. What? Yeah, that, that's, what he, that's what he actually said. And Chris Hitchens uh, quoted him, and he, he was just outraged that it would make such an anti-Semitic comment. Well, come on. I mean, yeah, cultures no, it's are cultures. And what, what I mean to say is, if if you were to take, and I'm I'm sorry if I'm making a great big leapfrog leap here, but if you take the two groups in terms of continuous historical influence in society and civilization, the Jesuits and the Jews, who do you think has won the PR war just between those two people or those oh. groups of people? I mean, the Jesuits have won because most people look upon them as men of God because of the white collar and everything. But look, how much of our immigration problem do you think is exacerbated at a Sato Vache level from the Vatican 
who would love to see 50, 100, 200 million, you know, Catholicos who don't know anything about freedom flood in this country? Would they be, would it be easy to manipulate them, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's it, it it makes me nuts, Mark. It really does. And I'm just glad I'm glad you brought the initial point that we've been making, Ben and and myself and Pyeth, you know, for that matter, just the idea that I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah, just the idea that if we're gonna, you know, again, if you want to sit here and get into this Obama controversy with right and this and un-American, fine. Okay, I know it's a, yeah, I know it's a waste of TV <laughs> time. Uh, but if you're gonna do that, damn it, we have to at least hold both sides accountable. You know. Know, gee, they're the ones playing uh, red and blue here. But you know, uh, McCain goes around here, associated with now with Hagee, and, and, and Parsley. Uh, again, Parsley, Rod Parsley, calling for the eradication of Islam as a false religion baffles me. Unfriggin' believable. It doesn't baffle me that he said it. It baffles me that it's not being reported. Yeah, well, I, t it baffles me for both counts, though, because this is supposed to be a Christian, you know, preacher. But whatever. I mean, it is what it is. It's nuts. It just shows how friggin' twisted our politics and our situation in this country here uh, with our government is, because it's just the news that we cover. Uh, it just goes from the bizarre to the crazy to the stupid to the unbelievable. And uh, you know, again, there's no end in sight. I don't, I don't know at this point if we're ever going to see an end to this. And Unless everybody seems to gather and stand up. But uh, uh, much more to come, folks, on the Animal Farm. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Hey, you're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on the Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, touch that dial, I'll break your f***ing head. <laughs> Well, she committed suicide, Ben. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, supposed suicide. Um, she she was a madam for a prostitution ring that serviced uh, incredibly prestigious men in Washington. Many politicians. Uh huh. Um, and she was found dead. And apparently, uh, a little over a couple oh, no, a couple months ago, right? She uh, she had basically gone on Alex Jones' show and said, "I will not commit suicide." Yeah, that's a good question. I looked around, and, and yes. you know, forgive me for not doing enough research. I don't exactly know what date uh, she went on his show. She was on his show several times. I know that, and you know, I dug through the entire interview here. But this is what she had to say the last time she was interviewed by Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah, I have, and uh, and I and, and 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 not to be concerned. I have no intention of letting anyone buy me off or make any kind of a deal with me. And you're not planning to commit suicide. And I'm not planning to commit suicide either. Well, it's definitely crazy times right now. Uh, so there she is, you know, saying it. And, you know, it's not proof that she didn't hang herself. But, folks, I mean, you know, I mean, how often uh, when people come out and they do speak out, God forbid they speak out against the all-knowing and mighty government of the United States. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, how many times do you hear them say, hey, by the way, uh, I'm not planning to kill myself anytime soon because every time... Something like this happened. Oh, well, she committed suicide. Yeah, she did herself in. Huh? What a shame. Yeah. Okay, next story. Anyway, Reverend Wright today came out on Obama. It's like, you know, come on, man. Really? And even if you don't like this woman, it doesn't matter. I, I, to me, I'm convinced that this is complete 
fabrication is BS. She was whacked. I, d- I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Um, you know, there's a good been, feeling. That's all. There have been a lot of cases out there where people people have said that certain people committed Were suicide. Were you going to cuss, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> where people have said that they certain people committed suicide and they actually didn't, um, uh, or or vice versa. So yeah, I mean, yeah. we got to watch. We talk about decent people. I make it my business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just seems, you know, I guess that she must have some serious information. Maybe if and, she was murdered. I mean, I, she may not have been murdered. I mean, there was a corresponding article that came out, uh, Sun News or some article, someplace, and it, I guess she came out not openly. I, I don't think there was any audio feed of this her sayings, but apparently she also said that she would rather kill herself than go to prison. So I mean, to be fair, again, what, you know, I'm not implying anything it just my gut tells me the opposite that that she did not kill herself but it, it is what it is at least uh it's something to chew on for a little while yeah i'd and like to happened. get some uh insight from the callers here if you want to oh, reach of course uh, yeah. up with us uh, we know that you uh, love to contact us here at the Animal Farm um, and let us know what you think. 512-646-1984. Sure. Um, and, you know, we'll just keep uh, keep the information coming here. Uh, there's a correction. Gates acknowledges mistakes in treatment of troops. Wow, it took him long enough. <laughs> oh, my God. Fort Bliss, Texas head of Reuters, uh, U.S. Defense Secretary Robert Gates. On Thursday, said the military had made mistakes in its treatments of returning combat troops, including their physical and mental health, then. Uh, and would mean anything to you. <laughs> yeah. And by providing some substandard housing, which is, of course, we just learned in Fort Bragg. In a visit to Fort Bliss, however, Texas, Gates announced the change in government procedures to encourage troops returning from Iraq and Afghanistan to seek treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder without fear of losing their security clearances and harming their careers. Interesting. There is something to be talked about. There, uh, he acknowledged that not all of the not all of the more than 1.5 million military service members who have been deployed overseas have received needed medical treatment and accommodations. Um, he says, "I know that the department is not perfect and makes mistakes and have been being made." Oh, okay, I'll finish this. We're gonna have a break coming up. Um, more on the way. Animal Farm Show. Ben, yes. Tony, and the beloved Popeyes. Did you? Hi, neighbor. We all know that knowledge is power. We've tried to give you knowledge to help you prepare for rough times. There's the worldwide famine and our country's dependence on often dangerous food imports. You know about genetically poisoned food. Two-thirds of the food is disappearing with the bees along with huge crop failures from all-time record water shortages. You know they're turning food into fuel with corn ethanol plants. If we do not control our food, food will be used to control us. Food control has been the plan historically in every enslaved population and is the plan for America. The only value of the knowledge you have to take control of your food is if you choose to get a supply while you still have the freedom to choose. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. 
Survivalist. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Gives in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Final segment here on the Animal Farm. Where does the time go? I tried to finish the quote by Robert Gates, and I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> He's acknowledging here that uh, not all of the more than 1.5 million military miserably. services... Thank you, Pyatt. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he's acknowledging that uh, not all of the more than 1.5 million military service members who have been deployed overseas have received needed medical treatment and accommodations. I could have told you that, like, day one of the animal farm. Okay. Um, quote here by Gates. I know that the department is not perfect and mistakes have been made and will not be made in the future. Uh, things to happen too slowly. I don't know what he's talking about here. Gates said in a speech to a group of junior officers this whole thing. He also says, I share your frustration. No, you don't. That makes me feel a lot better. Hey, you've got to be a moron. Yeah, well, he initiated an overhaul of the military's medical system after a scandal last year at the Walter Reed Hospital in Washington where soldiers were found living in building infested with mice, mold, and cockroaches, and many soldiers were unable to get treatment because of bureaucratic red tape. These rat bastards. You stupid, ignorant um, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! If I could just get my hands on some of the... I'm not going to say because I can get... I can get in trouble for that. Ben, your turn. <laughs> yes, it is our, our Thursday news blast countdown. Oh, yeah. Last segment, everything coming at you. We have all these crazy articles that we still haven't gotten in, but we need to inform you, the listener. Yes, um, we do. Yes. Uh, George Bush has the highest 
disapproval rating of any president in the uh, United States history. No. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Are you crazy? George W. No way. It's impossible. His disapproval rating has cracked the 70% mark. Congratulations, um, George Bush. Not even uh, uh, Herbert Hoover and not even uh, Richard Nixon that had that high of a disapproval rating. Um, and then this other article right here from Newsweek, just between us, uh, telecoms in the Bush administration talked about how to keep their surveillance program under wraps. Um, they're refusing to disclose Internet emails and letters and notes showing the contacts with major telecommunications companies on how to persuade Congress to back um, a controversial surveillance bill uh, that would grant them immunity. So, Yeah, just keep it all in the family. Uh, yep. On top of that here, it's Supreme Court Justice Scalia saying torture is not unconstitutional. Uh, God help Justice us. has been explaining his positions publicly more and more and even delving into some thorny issues like torture. I don't like torture. I'm, I'm, although defining it is, is, is going to be a nice trick. But I mean, who's, who's in favor of it? Nobody. And we have a law against torture. Jack Bauer is. But if everything that is hateful and odious is not covered by some provision of the Constitution. If someone's in custody, as in Abu Ghraib, and they are brutalized by a law enforcement person, if, if you listen to the expression, cruel and unusual punishment, doesn't that apply? No, an unusual no. to the country. You think you think that you would? Uh, I just said no twice. Yeah. So torture does not mean no and punishment. Has anybody ever referred to torture as punishment? I don't. Well, think so. I think it's no. <laughs> what you just said what? is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Uh. At no point. <laughs> Were you even close to anything Let me also that could be considered a rational thought? Uh, Let me also... Everyone in this room <laughs> is now dumber yeah. for having listened to it. It's one thing if this is Bill O'Reilly or some nutcase, you know, crazy person on the radio. You know, I just use the word nutcase. What are you going to do? Uh, some political <laughs> pundit. Um, but this is a Supreme Court justice. It's uh, uh, Scalia. What's his first name? Antonio Scalia. What's his name? Who cares? Who the hell cares? I don't care. (laughs) But, I mean, this is scary stuff. I mean, allow me to remind you here that this is not fiction. This is actually happening. You are awake right now, and they're not dreaming. Ben, your turn. Uh, Bush pays price for mission accomplished sign. The White House admitted that the mission accomplished sign uh, that was flown in triumph five years ago, but later became a symbol of U.S. misjudgments and mistakes in the long and costly war in Iraq. Um, they basically admitted that he's paying the price for the mission accomplished sign. Five years later, they admit this. That's how slow and stupid our government is. Yeah, mission accomplished five years later. Yes. Uh, this one at a CNET. Robots to swarm English village in huge contest. <laughs> a village in England will host a robot hide-and-seek exercise next month when 11 teams drawn from private companies and universities compete to sniff out snipers, roadside bombs, and other hidden dangers while relaying real-time images to a command post. Just a little food uh-huh. for thought. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's great. And while we were talking about the Afghanistan uh, depleted uranium that's going on there, uh. um, the war on terror, um, like every other war that we declare, is basically uh, doubles everything that it touches. The uh, war on drugs doubles the amount of drugs on the street. The war on illiteracy makes our children twice as stupid. Um, and the terror, this terror report um, uh, saying that attacks have doubled in Pakistan and Afghanistan. Oh, so well, the surge is working, though, right, Ben? As long as the surge is working. Uh, and it may seem as a shock to many of you listening, since we all love Dick Cheney, but now he is accused of war crimes. I know, it's a shock. Just 
pull the car over to the side of the road, take a deep breath. A top aide. Yes. Thank you. I promise to lower taxes. Uh, a top aide to former Secretary of State Colin Powell has launched a stinging attack on uh, U.S. Vice President Dick Cheney over abuse of prisoners by U.S. troops. Now keep in mind, couldn't have been torture because that's not abuse. But um, <laughs> Colonel Lawrence Wilkerson accused Mr. Cheney of ignoring a decision by President Bush on the treatment of prisoners in the war on terror. Asked by the BBC's Today if Mr. Cheney could be accused of war crimes, he said, it's an interesting question. <laughs> no. Yes. No. He said that. No. He also said, certainly it is a domestic crime to advocate terror. He also said, and I would suspect, for whatever it's worth, it's an international crime as well. All right, Dick. Good job. The coalition of the coerced and the bribed. Oh, gosh. Dick. This hater Cheney. Yeah, this is an extraordinary attack by a man who, until earlier in the year, was Mr. Cheney's colleague. Again, this is uh, former Secretary of State to Colin Powell. This is a top aide to Colin Powell. Excuse mm -hmm. me, former top aide, whatever. Um, so this is pretty shocking. And, you know, again, cue this up to one of the many high people in government, uh, I guess, now. You know, on the on the right team. I don't know, Ben. I don't know what team they're on. If there's any teams anymore. I mean, one thing I took from the G. Edward Griffin speech uh, that really hit home. Obviously, it happened after our last show. Was uh, he was speaking about kind of organize? How you know? How can we organize? Uh, so many people uh, have. Uh, you know, it's, uh, we're all on the same track in some degree. I mean, yeah, we all have. You know, we all have different ideas though. And he made the point that. Because we all have something different, and we all believe something different, even individually, uh, it's impossible that we're all going to do something in one day and have this massive effect. But it just, yeah. he was talking about trying to how to organize and try to lead in certain directions. And um, he even said, he goes, you know, people in the government, they, they don't always agree. You know, people doing the, these things against the country, Federal Reserve and all these other organizations, uh, they don't always agree. But they have obviously have some kind of leadership that's, that's uh, working for them. So it's a great speech, and I caught most of it. I didn't catch all of it. I'll have to check that out. Didn't get a chance. To yeah, I caught. I think I missed the first 25, 30 minutes. He's a brilliant man, and mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm ashamed that I have not read Jekyll Island, The Creature from Jekyll Island. I have to read that. I have to read whatever else he's put out. I just, you know, I swear, you know. man, I'm reading is not my favorite thing to do in the world, but I have to man up and uh, <laughs> and read the book just because he is so brilliant, and I'm curious to to, to read. I know it's a long yeah. work. It's a very long work, but see, the thing about reading, man, like it puts me to sleep sometimes. Like, if I'm trying to read in bed or something like that, mm -hmm. I fall asleep, and then I wake up the next morning. Hopefully. So, uh, <laughs> movies <laughs> movies seem to be a little bit uh, more effective. But, eh, either way, if you have any thoughts, I mean, it's yeah, too late to call in now, of course, because, uh, you know, it's end of the show. And, you know, all this time, I mean, my God, where does it all go? Uh, one more here, uh, WashingtonPost.com. Great site. I really enjoy it. D.C. Forging Surveillance Network. So, you know, we all love Big Brother, of course. The privacy of concern as first phase links 4,500 cameras to a central office. The D.C. government is launching a system today that would tie together thousands of city-owned video cameras but authorities don't yet have the money to complete the high-tech network or privacy rules in place to guide it. What a shocker. The system will feature round-the-clock monitoring of the closed-circuit video systems run by nine city agencies. In the first phase, about 4,500 cameras trained on schools, public housing, traffic, and government buildings will feed into a central office at the D.C. Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency. Hundreds more will be added this year. Can you say Big Brother? By making all of those images available under one roof, officials hope to increase efficiency and improve, and improve public safety uh, and emergency response. But 
of course, you know, there's always this added statement. But civil libertarians and D.C. council members say the network is being rushed into place without sufficient safeguards to protect privacy. Well, guess what? You can't have both. You can't have a camera that respects privacy. It just doesn't happen. A camera's not going to sit there and say, oh, my God, they're talking about their love life. Let me just shut off for a little while. <laughs> it's not Yeah, we don't have C-3PO's, folks. We have cameras. They're always on, and they're recording. And believe me, they will find a way to code the video in and monitor these things at once. It's happening. Mm -hmm. It's happening. It's happening. Yep. I am not crazy. A couple last, uh, last articles. Just wanted to get out there before we uh, before our time is done here. Ron Paul, uh, his book is number one on Amazon.com right now. Um, so I highly suggest everybody go and order that. Another one, I, another one I have to yep. buy. Deaf protests were tackled by police for not obeying verbal instructions. This might have been our <laughs> our first silly article of the day. Yeah, right, Ben. Um, and then um, we have uh, O'Reilly coming out and saying that we didn't invade Iraq. So go look at that video. Uh, this guy's an ass clown. <laughs> ben, you are a poet, truly. Um, well, folks, that's it. That's Animal Farm. We will be back Tuesday night. 7 to 9 Eastern Time. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for your emails. Thanks for your calls. Thanks for your fast blasts. And thanks for your support, as always. For Ben Pyatt, I am Tony Pack saying, may God help us, please. Good night, folks. <laughs>